0: want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Palsik. Hello,
1: hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Palsik, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Um, So before I get started, real quick, I have to let you know over the weekend I was at PodFest, which is a podcasting conference in Orlando. There were almost 2,000 people there, which seems a little crazy with everything going on with the coronavirus at the moment. Um, And so many people there were podcasters or Uh, hoping to wanting to start a podcast. And it's so funny because here I am on Inspired Choices Network where they do like basically everything for me. And so hearing from all these people about all the things that they have to do to get their podcast going, I was like, oh, man, I'm just so grateful to be on a network where all I have to do is like tell them what I want my show to be about and then just show up. It makes it so much easier, especially like now. We just had tech issues producer was just like, here's what you do, taking care of all of it. Awesome. Okay. So now that we have that out of the way, I, and it's so funny because with everything going on right now, things being a little crazy, it feels like this is kind of perfect timing for my guest and the show today. So today's episode is all about how to get and stay healthy, even when shit is hard. So with my guests, Sarah Gemmel. And so Sarah, let me read her bio real quick. So Sarah Gemmel is a holistic weight loss coach, and she's the owner of Gem Fitness. She helps you bridge the gap of knowing what you need to do and actually doing it. After graduating with a BA in psychology from Rowan University, she first worked as an addiction counselor. In 2016, she got certified as a certified personal trainer and changed career paths since then she's worked with women to create and hold them accountable to a healthier lifestyle so that they can lose weight feel happier and more confident she uses her formal education and personal experiences to change her clients lives every single day and though she lives in bucks county pennsylvania women anywhere can benefit from her virtual coaching program she absolutely loves speaking to groups networking and nurturing and coaching her existing community welcome sarah Thank you. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited that you're (laughs) joining me today.
2: I know. I'm so So, excited. I feel like we scheduled this like forever ago, and then it just snuck up on us. (laughs)
1: Like, oh, it's here. I know.
2: (laughs) Right. That seems to be how it goes.
1: (laughs) So, talk to me a little bit about how you got
2: started. Started in personal training. Yeah. Okay. So. It's actually um, it was this like perfect flow of things that I didn't appreciate at the time and I had been working as an addictions counselor I was living in Kansas because my ex-husband was in oh. the military so that, yeah so it's kind of weird yeah, right yeah. middle of nowhere um, we were that's where we were stationed and I was actually running a drug and alcohol program for young adults so They were coming in for education, but part of the program, if you want free education, you can't be on drugs, which is fair. And my job was to get them off of drugs, but then also to keep them off of drugs for the duration of the program. And part of the program that I designed to keep kids off of drugs was, okay, like, we're going to go to the gym, we're going to give you these healthy coping mechanisms, and we're going to help you to get physically fit, but we're also going to help you with, like, that mental side of things, you know, coping-wise. And we did that twice a week. And then when my divorce happened, um, I was also miserable at work. I was obviously miserable at home. So I'm like, okay, like something has to change. Something has to give. Like I cannot be this miserable all the time. So, Mm. yeah, you know, like enough was enough kind of feeling. And it was like, okay, like what can I do? And I was starting to go through these lists of things like i could be a nurse and then i'm like no i can't and then like <laughs> what else can i you know like what else can i do yeah. because i've from the time i was like probably 14 or 15 i wanted to be an addiction counselor that's all i knew so um I was going down the list, down the list, and then the one day I was taking my kids to the um to the gym and I'm like, I'm already training them. I'm like, This is perfect. Like I love doing it. I'm good at it and like I'm already getting a little bit of experience. So I started to um persistently annoy and bug the manager at the gym, like, Hey, hire me. Hire me, hire me, hire me. <laughs> And um, long story short, he ended up hiring me, and that led to all of this. Like, that was just the beginning. I did that in 2016, and then by uh, the beginning of 2018, when I had my Spinal Fusion, I was running my own business.
1: Nice. Okay, yeah. so talk to me a little about, you just mentioned your Spinal Fusion, and I know mm-hmm. I don't know the whole story about everything. I do know I've seen a lot of posts from you that, are super inspirational and like Mm -hmm. man okay can you talk to me a
2: little bit more about it yeah of course so the history of the spinal fusion is that um it was the july of 2017 i had taken a fall off my horse and it was like the silliest thing ever. My horse was going so slow, it's like almost embarrassing to tell people how I fell <laughs> off. I I literally just like lost my balance and slipped off. And um when I hit the ground I like honestly was fine. Like nothing crazy happened. I got up, oh. I went about my daily yeah. I I went about my daily life and I think I actually finished riding. I went home. I was um, in the gym, you know, doing all the things. I was training seven days a week. I was squatting, deadlifting, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and about 12, or 12, two weeks went by, maybe three. And I'm like, okay, like, my back is starting to hurt. And this was all normal because, you know, I threw my back out pretty regularly as a kid. And, um, I, you know, the rest, ibuprofen, ice kind of thing, always did the trick. But after about two weeks of that, I realized that it wasn't going away. So I started this whole process of like seeing the doctors, getting the imaging, getting the tests, blah, blah, blah. They had diagnosed me with a herniated disc and that's what they were treating me for. And after I went in for a very, very routine cortisone injection and I ended up in the hospital because of spinal headaches. Um, It was in the emergency room. Yeah, it was awful. They, the doctor pushed too far and it basically created oh, cre- yeah. mm-hmm. it was not fun I was in bed for like five days if I did anything other than sit up I was vomiting and crying it was horrible and um, when that whole experience happened I'm like maybe I need a new doctor <laughs> like, yeah maybe I need to see someone else <laughs> so oh my I went from I know so I went from an ortho to a neurosurgeon The neurosurgeon
1: is the one who looked at the same MRI. What's that? Wait, sorry. Why? Why a neurosurgeon? Because it. I mean, because neurosurgeries. Oh, so they do Mm -hmm. stuff with the brain and the spine because it's all Mm -hmm.
2: connected. Yep. Oh,
1: interesting. I would never have thought. Like me. Okay. Right. Cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, and to me, I think seeing a neurosurgeon in my head was so much more intimidating and so much more serious. Yeah. Like, yeah, seeing orso, sure. ortho, I, I've seen ortho, you know, you see orthos all the time, like, um right but my mom is a nurse and my mom was like, okay, like, I really want you to see a neurosurgeon. They're going to, they're, they're more specialized in spinal things. So I go to the neurosurgeon and it literally took him like 30 seconds of looking at the same MRIs and he goes, Oh, there's a fracture right there. So I had actually fractured my back. Um, There was a herniation above the fracture, but that was not the main problem. Right. And, you know he basically said he's like your spine is because it's fractured where wherever the fracture was my spine was then slipping forward um which grinds on the nerves and the discs and all these things and he said like no pp medication or rest in the world is going to pull your spine back into place like your only option is a spinal fusion and he I, he even mentioned wow. like if i can if i continued on i even ran the risk of paralyzing myself so it kind oh, of was wow. a no brainer yeah, it you know yeah. it, it sounds so intense, but at the time it was like okay, I am on my mom's insurance. I'm living at home because I was recovering from a divorce. Like this is like the perfect time to get a spinal fusion. So like, <laughs> right. you know, if there is such a thing as a perfect time, this is it. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So that's how the whole spinal fuse, uh, spinal fusion came to be um and then after that i had major complications in nerve pain so i have like ridiculous nerve pain down both legs it's taken i'm at like 2 years and 2 months right now and i'm still dealing um with these complications it's a lot better than it was but the yeah. recovery time i was i was quoted like 6 to 12 months and i'm at like 20 months and i'm not normal so oh my gosh it's been a very very um huge part of my life and, like, major learning experience, major growing experience. And I really am grateful that I went through this whole thing because it has led to so many wonderful things. But at the same time, I'm like, I would love to just, like, ride my horses and, like, do a deadlift. Like, those (laughs) things would be awesome. You know, so.
1: So does that impact how you train people
2: now? For sure. Like, it has made me so much more of an expert in what I do and it has made me such a better trainer That that's like probably oh, 90 per- yeah it's probably 90% of why I'm so grateful that I went through it like I'm I'm better as a person mm. but I'm way better as a trainer because of it like the the formal education to me is major uh of major importance when you're picking a personal trainer like they should be formally educated but right. no formal education in the world can teach you what it's like to deal with such a major physical limitation and how to work around it and all these things. So
1: mm. that,
2: that mix of personal experience and formal education has just made yeah. me an ex, like an expert at what I do. I am so good at training people who have chronic pains or injuries or past surgeries in a way that they don't feel worse or their pain doesn't get worse because let's be real, most of us have some kind of like ache or pain or we've had an injury before, we have something we have to be careful of. So it's important it doesn't get made worse.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have more questions around (laughs) this. Okay. We're gonna take a quick break. So we'll keep talking about this when we get back. So right now you're listening to the ads maven with myself, Jen Posick on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Paulsick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada 613 800 8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now back to the show. Hi,
1: hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Adsmaven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our topic is get and stay healthy, even when shit is hard, with my guest Sarah Gemmel. And, okay, so before we went to the break, we were talking about how, Sarah, how you went through the spinal fusion and how that's really affected, for the better, how you're able to help clients. So are most of your clients people that have, like, chronic chronic injuries and, like, setbacks like that, or is it kind of a mix? It's
2: definitely a mix. Um, But what I've noticed is to some degree, on some level, every person, I shouldn't say every person, let's say most people, right, have some kind of limitation. So like their knee bothers them intermittently or they pull their back out every once in a while or maybe they had surgery five years ago or, you know, so I feel with people who have the everyday aches and pains And then I do have a few people who, like, one girl has had neck surgery, and one girl has scoliosis, and one of my clients has had three joint replacements. So I deal with a wide array of things in terms of injuries, chronic pains, but I would say most people are in that everyday aches and pains. Um, They're not every single day, but, you know, they do have to be careful when they're exercising, because if you exercise improperly, that... Every once in a while, ache and pain is going to become a very persistent ache and pain.
1: Yeah, that totally makes yeah. sense. Okay, so I know that you work with people in person, but you also work mm-hmm. with people online. What's the stuff that you offer online?
2: Yeah, so my online business is really, it's, it's amazing because I serve women who are, usually pretty busy, right? So either they cannot get into the gym or they don't like getting into the gym and they want the convenience of having their personal trainer on their phone. So I can send custom workouts where I'm telling you exactly what you need to do for your body type, your goals, your lifestyle, your schedule, et cetera. Here's how many to do. Everything is still customized, but you're just opening up your phone and doing it on your own time from wherever you are. Um, I also have gotcha. a membership. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. a one-on-one training, and I love that. And then there's also a membership um, that I do that's more group-based. Um, so that's a little bit lower cost, lower commitment. But you come in and just have access to all of the resources from nice. workouts to nutrition to group coaching calls to the accountability check-ins, et cetera.
1: Oh, that's awesome. So that actually answers my next question, because I know you do a lot with weight loss. And so Mm -hmm. do you do a combination of, like, food stuff as well as working out?
2: I do. Um, So I am not a registered dietitian or a nutritionist, so what I do Um, is a little different and I actually like what I do better because I don't do meal plans where I tell people like here eat this amount of this and this amount of that and the meal plan you get has food you don't even like on it I'm teaching people how to make their own choices because that lasts Mm -hmm. longer so we, we go over the importance of you know carbs fat and protein how to pick healthy foods how to go grocery shopping how to do portion control and then they make their own decisions and it's just this very balanced way of eating. You know what I mean? They get mm. one treat meal a week yep. and
1: yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Can you yeah. give us some tips around simplifying weight loss?
2: Yes. I am like the queen of simplification and weight loss because I think too often it gets so overcomplicated. It gets so overwhelming. There's so many differing opinions out there when it comes to simplifying weight loss, I really have like six basic things, six pillars that make it super simple, and that is uh workouts and exercise, nutrition and supplements if it applies, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, working on your mindset, and then being oh, man. consistent yep. yeah, that's a big one um and then being consistent and persistent so the two basic, two main ones, I should say, the workouts and the nutrition are where people usually go when they think about weight loss. Yep, and absolutely. That, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, right? And I think that is where a lot of people get hung up with feeling overwhelmed and it gets really complicated. Like exercise three days a week for like 30 minutes, very intentional, uh, very efficient, little rest time. You want it to be a custom workout program, but if you're just starting and want simple, like if it's 30 minutes of just movement, you know what I mean? You pick three basic exercises or four basic exercises that you can just do as a circuit, that's fine. Like at least you're moving. When it comes to nutrition, just balancing the way you eat. So thinking about it logically, like you're cutting the fried foods, cutting as much processed food as you can, avoid the drive-through, cut the soda, cut the alcohol, and stick to just whole foods, clean protein, more fruits and vegetables. Um, Carbs, to me, I love carbs. Carbs are good. You need carbs. But the way you do them is important. so getting clean carbs in terms of, like, making them whole grain and less processed and then getting them earlier in the day. When you have time to burn them off, right? Like you're moving throughout your day and you're burning those calories that's for energy, nice. your body needs carbs for energy. So that's right. how I really simplify those two things. But I've simplified all of it by making it those six pillars, like hit these six things every day and you yep. will lose weight. It's a, it's foolproof. <laughs>
1: I love that. And you know what? It's, it so matches up with stuff that I've been doing, too. Um, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but since May of last year, so I've lost mm-hmm. a little over 60 pounds.
2: And awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, mindset is freaking huge. Um, mm-hmm. Like, nutrition is huge. I've been doing, like, no sugar, no flour of any kind. Um, Mm -hmm. And just, I mean, in general, like I always, I try to eat organic as much as I can and all of that. And first off, when I cut out flour, I like, I still do like rice and stuff like that. But um, Mm -hmm. when I cut out flour, it made such a difference. I actually like, I realized within about a week, I stopped snoring, which I was talking to somebody else today who has found the same thing after about nine days of really not doing too much gluten, she stopped snoring, which is so crazy. Wow. Little, yeah, like little yeah. things. Well, it's a big thing to cut out, <laughs> to be honest. Right, right, but, right. Yeah, like just how, like, really cleaning up what you're eating can make a big impact even before losing a lot of weight, you know? Mm. Um, oh, man. Okay, can we also talk about, like, water, like the other pillars?
2: Yeah, of course.
1: Okay, so
2: let's talk a little bit about water. Yeah. Yeah. The water pillar is so important. And to me, I was just having this conversation with a client this morning. Water is one of those things that is so important because it flushes fat, it flushes toxins, it helps all of your organ function, your brain function, your skin health, all of that stuff, right? It gets stuff moving. It helps your digestion. It boosts your metabolic rate. Um, it does all these things but the real cool thing about water is the fact that it costs virtually nothing and it takes no <laughs> right. extra time out of your day to drink water but you're make progress in your health by doing it
1: that's a really good way to think about it mm-hmm. i like honestly for me so in the last few months i've really been focused on getting enough water so i got into a point where i plateaued for a couple months with my weight loss Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I started focusing on a few things like eating on based on like a hunger scale, drinking water Mm -hmm. and getting enough sleep and those things started to like make changes and I was able to like start losing weight again. Um, Water is a challenging one so it used to be like back in the day I would add like Mio or Crystal Light and I Mm -hmm. know that those are like not great for you. And so getting used to, like, just drinking water was a little bit of a challenge. Do you have suggestions for that?
2: I do, because you're not the only one who struggles with this. Like, I that's know, very, right? yes, yes, this is so common. When it comes to drinking water, it's one of those things, because it's so easy to do, it's also very easy to forget. So... I suggest setting reminders on your phone um, to say, like, hey, oh. drink water. And you can set them a couple times a day. You can – I suggest setting reminders for a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, have lunch, you know, drink water, get your right. exercise in. It, if you set the reminders to have an alarm – you don't have to remember to go look at your to do list because I'll make a to do list on my phone or things I need to remember, but then I don't actually remember to go back and look oh, yeah. at them later. I need my right. phone to remember for me um so I do it on yep. my phone, so setting reminders on your phone is huge. The other thing is like tracking your water is actually an extra step. It's an extra thing you have to remember it's a pain in the butt, so if you just get a bigger water bottle that you don't have to refill as much to get to your goal. It's easier yeah. to track. So if you have, like, a 30-ounce um, uh, tumbler or whatever, you know, bottle, you can refill that twice for a total of three refills of for the day, and that's so easy to keep track of. You just have to refill it twice.
1: Yeah. Is there a certain you know? amount of water you suggest drinking a day?
2: Yes. So general rule of thumb is half of your body weight in ounces. So say for easy math, if you're 100 pounds, you should be drinking at least 50 ounces of water a day. I actually will usually suggest going up to about 100 ounces a day. And for comparison, a gallon of water, I believe, is 128 ounces. So that gives you a little bit of... Um, gotcha something that something to compare to i a hundred ounces is usually a good place to be
1: okay that makes sense um yeah i found so one thing for myself that i've found that's made a difference is yeah i started doing that where i have like i keep my water in like a larger container and i Mm -hmm. started carrying around like one of those big uh cups with like a plastic not a plastic but like a reusable straw with it and I find oh, uh-huh. if I have a straw, I drink so much more water than if I don't mm-hmm. have a straw. It's you so know, it's weird. It's pain in the
2: butt to have to take off a cap.
1: <laughs> Apparently it is. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that extra step just means I won't make my goal. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's not just you. Like, I think that's just like the human brain, right? Like, if there is any extra step, because we are busy, especially as women, we have things to do and we can't be bothered with unscrewing a cap to our water bottle. So if there's just a straw, it's just, I have no idea. I think that's why I'm like convinced that's why.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny. we talk a lot about how like we have like a mullet brain where like Uh like business in the front party in the back and like the party in the back (laughs) is like a primal brain that has like the urges and stuff. And it's like, maybe that it's like, the primal part of the brain that's like satisfied by that. <laughs> I don't know. It's so silly. I like the mull- okay, I like I that that mullet mullet more... brain analogy. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> it's a good it's a good uh visual to because before I heard that, like they talked about like I would hear people talk about like, you know, like your rational thinking part mm-hmm. of the brain and then mm-hmm. like the primal. But I honestly mixed up like where they were actually located until I heard the the mullet brain. It's like, oh, right. Primal is in the back because it's the actual. Mullet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 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 So we. <laughs> right. So we've got another break coming up. When we get back, I want to talk a little bit about sleep and mindset and being consistent and persistent. Also, I want to ask you some questions around Facebook ads. um yeah. Since you are on the Ads Maven. So. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to the Ads Maven with myself Jen Pasick on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Pausik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Paulsick. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255, Canada 613 800 8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at TheAdsMaven.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back, I'm Jen Posick, the ads maven on Inspired Choices Network. So I was just thinking about, as I was hearing the commercial play, I, the voice of the guy who is who does the commercials sounds so similar. I thought I heard him and I could be right, but I, it could just be a very similar voice for, uh, I was watching YouTube the other day and I heard an ad for Keep, which used formerly Infusionsoft and talking about Neil Patel, And something with that. And I was like, that voice is so familiar. And I was like, I think it sounds like the same guy that does my commercials. So now I'm very curious (laughs) if it actually is. I have no idea. All right.
2: So so let's talk
1: about, I know, right? It's so random. And like, (laughs) I'm I'm just very curious. All right. So let's talk a little bit about sleep. Because I feel like of all the things, sleep is like the hardest to actually do consistently because sometimes it's like Mm -hmm. stuff just comes up or you're not tired or like like the last today was the first day I was able to actually sleep till like eight and all the five days before because I was at this conference and then I had a another workshop and then I had my BNI meeting like and I had to wake up really early so I definitely didn't get enough sleep but I don't even know how I can get more
2: (laughs) yeah sleep is so hard like in today's world we're doing so many things we're spread so thin especially if you run any kind of business or if you work full-time for someone else and you know you you have to work and then you have to take care of the house and if you have kids or animals or a significant other or anyone else that you take care of it's a lot yeah and sleep is one of those things, especially on social media, like the hashtag no days off and hashtag sleep when you're dead and hashtag sleep is overrated. And it's become like a societal norm to kind of feel like if you're getting enough sleep, you're being lazy. And in order to be considered hardworking, you have to not sleep. Right. And that's a hard thing to overcome, right? Because we want to fit in. We want to be accepted. These are normal things from a human primal standpoint, right? We want to be part of the herd. But sleep is so important. Sleep is not overrated. It's it's not only important for weight loss, but it's important for overall health. It's important for – um. it's actually very important for, like, effective communication and maintaining healthy relationships mm. because when you're overtired, it, it just has all these – uh. Effect, right, and that could be its own podcast. But when we talk specific specifically about weight loss, when you're sleeping, that's your body priming itself to burn calories the next day. Your body is recovering, the muscles are healing, all of this stuff is happening while you're at rest at night when you're sleeping, and. It's just it's just so important. When you think about if you're super tired, right, and you're trying to get something done, whether it's early in the morning or late at night, you're trying to get something done, chances are it, it's getting done in t- two times as, um, as much time, so it's taking twice as long. It feels mm. twice as hard, and it's probably getting done half as good. So why yeah. not just go to sleep and then try it again when you're refreshed? And um, one thing that I tell people all the time is like, just pick a range of time that you wanna fall asleep and a range of time that you wanna wake up and try to stick to that as consistently as possible. So for example, if you wanna fall asleep anywhere between nine and 11 and wake up sometime around you know, five or seven, and these are just examples, I don't even do that math, but you're picking a range of time. So it's not saying every night you go to bed at 10 and every morning you wake up at seven, Sometimes it's going to change, but as long as you're getting 7 or 6 to 8 hours of sleep a night, that's in the mm-hmm. in the healthy range. 6 hours should be the minimum. Science has shown yeah. that if you get only 4 hours of sleep, there's major health implications and your immune system is actually majorly deficient with that 2 hour difference. Oh,
1: interesting. It makes sense mm-hmm. though. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. All right. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like mindset is huge. Um,
2: mm. can
1: we talk a little bit about about mindset.
2: So, yes. This is this is what I love because it's so important and so overlooked. And I think sometimes we think we're doing it, right? Or coaches think that they coach to it. You think that you're consciously working on mindset, and not that you're not. But it just, it requires so much work and it requires like hard work, right? It's hard mental work because you have to get brutally honest with yourself and that's very uncomfortable. But the truth of the matter is where you are now and where you want to be, there's a gap between there. That's why we have goals. That's why we're working on things is because we're working towards where we want to be and, the one thing that's stopping you from bridging that gap is yourself 100% of the time, right? You have yeah. created some story. You have adopted some false truth about yourself and about your situation and about your life that's telling you you can't do something because blank. And – Yep. A lot of people, a lot of coaches, I see this all the time from fitness professionals on social media, you know, that the no excuses thing and get over your excuses and, you know, that's just an excuse. And to an extent, yes, it's an excuse, but it goes so much deeper than that because what you're saying out loud is the excuse, but there is behind that, there is a false truth or a story you have adopted about yourself. That's stopping you from taking action, from stopping or stopping you from believing that you're capable of doing something. So when you're talking about weight loss, I hear this all the time about, I'm just lazy. I'm not meant to lose weight. I've tried it before. It doesn't work. You know, it doesn't work for me. Um, I can't because I'm over 40 or I can't because I have kids or um, I don't have time. I don't have any self-discipline. Like The list goes on, right? Yeah, one example sure. I use with people one example I use with people all the time is time. So, I hear all the time like, "Sarah, I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to meal prep." And instead of me jumping down their throats and saying, "That's just an excuse," I'm saying, "Okay, let's dive deeper into that because you're telling me you don't have time. But what that really means is either one, you don't value your health, you don't value your weight loss, or you um Don't prioritize it, right? Or so on the other side of it is there is some kind of major fear that's stopping mm. you. But what's coming out of your mouth is that you don't have time, right? Because we all have time. Oh man, we can we can right. make time
1: I bet so, so often it's like that, that major yeah. fear is along the lines of like, oh, I just can't do it.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like, and
1: I can't make it happen. Yeah.
2: Mhm. And
1: that's a good one. So many
2: people feel. So many people feel that way, and it goes with, with business. It goes with relationships. It goes with health. Oh my god. You have convinced yep. yourself that you can't do something because your mom told you that you're not capable and you were like five, or an ex-boyfriend told you you weren't <laughs> good enough, or a coach told you that you weren't fit to do it, or um, You've convinced yourself our assumptions based on what we think other people think of us actually play a mm-hmm. major, major role in our mindset. We assume that people are judging us. We assume that people don't understand us. We assume, right, all these things. And it really can get in your way. We have, We have so deeply and subconsciously convinced ourselves why we can't. And that's what yeah. really needs to be dealt with.
1: So how do you help people start to, to change those those negative thoughts?
2: There's a couple ways, and this is where being an addiction counselor and having that psychology background oh, right. has served me so much in my business. Um, yeah. We, we dive really deep into getting very self-aware because that's the first thing that needs to happen. If you want to make changes you can't make any kind of change if you're not even aware that it needs to be changed or that it's happening yeah. but that's so much easier said than done right so when i'm talking to someone <laughs> in a coaching session or whatever i i believe in this thing i'm tough love but it comes from a true genuine place of love like i'm not saying oh tough love and then i'm just using that as an excuse to be an asshole right i'm Genuinely, I care about you, and I know you're capable of more. I know that you hired me because you wanted to make a change, and I know that you know you are ready for this. So I'm going to let you know, like you just told me, X, Y, and Z, and that's contradicting what we're doing. Or you just uh said this about yourself, mm-hmm. and that's negative. So we need to bring awareness to this. An exercise I actually just did with a client the other day. She sent me this voice message. And in 3 minutes she had said let's just say five negative things about herself. And what I did was I typed it back to her cuz it was a voice memo so I typed it back to her her exact words what she said about herself and I mm. said here's what you just what here's what you just said to me about yourself in less than 3 minutes. And then we went on to dive deeper into that like she doesn't even know she's doing it it's so habitual it's so subconscious yeah. you know and so oh, it's man. important the, the first thing needs to be you need to become aware of it because then you can make the conscious effort to to make those changes and to not say them like instead of saying yeah let, let's use an example um i'm trying to think of one like i i can't we'll just say i can't right change it to say like okay i'm struggling with finding time to to work out but i know i can i just need to do this or you know et cetera, et cetera. Right. changing the way you talk about yourself to yep. yourself and to other people is so important so important that's like the first sure. thing i deal with i do with people
1: yeah well i know like so when i was just starting out with like losing weight i it's like i wasn't even able to turn it around to like positive stuff But I had so Mm -hmm. much like negativity around myself and my body and just like being too big and not just not being Mm -hmm. good enough. And it's like I had to do like a lot of the self-talk. I just had to be completely like neutral and factual where it was like, Mm. I have a body. Like literally that's all I could say was like, I have a body. Not even like, I like this part of my body. Nope, I have a body. (laughs) Which is so crazy, but it it's effective for, like, it works. Start to to change it, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It Mindset totally works. It's huge.
2: hmm And, uh, you know, what you just said is so important because a lot of people are just like, just be positive. But when you're in a place where you're yeah. not feeling positive, that's, like, the worst thing someone can say to you because you're like, okay, yeah, I would love to be positive. But I'm struggling right now, right? and I need to take a minute. Like, I need to work through this without you jumping down my curtain to say, be positive. Like, okay, cool.
1: Right. To me, well, like, the neutral also, statements
2: yeah. are awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, also, it's like, if you're being positive, but you don't believe it, it's like, you don't believe it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It doesn't exactly. matter if you're being positive if you can't believe what you're saying. All right. So, yeah. we've got... One more quick break coming up. Um, when we get back, can we talk about the sixth pillar and then a little about Facebook ads as well? Woo! <laughs> All right. So you're listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Paucik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Paucik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to jen at the adsmaven.com. Now, back to the show.
1: All right, welcome back. I'm Jen Tossick the Adsmaven on Inspired Choices Network. So today, we are talking about getting and staying healthy, even when shit is hard with my guest, Sarah Gemmel. So, okay. So we've been talking about Sarah's six pillars. So working out nutrition and supplements, water, sleep, mindset, and let's chat a little bit about pillar number six. So being consistent and persistent.
2: Mm. That's a good one. This is another important one, right? Like, we all need we all know we need to work out more you need to eat right all these things but if you're not doing it consistently it's really not going to matter it's really not going to make much of a difference mm-hmm. or it won't it won't sustain right you might lose the weight up front yep. but it won't sustain and the persistence part is also important um showing up no matter what happens like continuing to show up like okay you had a bad yeah. day still going to show up tomorrow or I'm up a pound, but I'm still going to show up. Or I don't feel like doing it, but I'm still going to show up. Being yes. so persistent in reaching that goal is, is yeah. so important. And I, I don't know if you noticed this in the beginning of the show when I was talking about me going to the gym. I was so persistent in getting that job, right? I showed up every single mm. week and was like, hey, I'm here. Hire me. You know, like showing up and not get not giving up until I get what I want, and yeah, that's like i that's a very type a personality trait, right and <laughs> um, but that's just kind of what it is like when you set your mind to so this is what you want, it should be a non negotiable to reach a goal like if this is what you're deciding yeah. is important to you, you need to do whatever it takes to reach that goal, even when shit gets hard, absolutely.
1: And that, it makes such a difference, too. And, like, so I recently have been, for the past couple months, I've been tracking all of my, like, habits. So I've been tracking my Mm -hmm. water. I've been tracking workouts. I've been tracking Mm -hmm. sleep. And then I'm able to, like, go back and see, okay, so I'm only actually getting enough sleep, like, 70% of the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how can I, like, get better at that and, like, show up that much more so that, like, The results get that much better. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Awesome.
2: It does. And I love the habit tracking. That's like the greatest idea ever. I have all of my clients do it. Here's what we need to be doing weekly. Here's what we need to be doing daily. And like you said, go back and look because you can think you're doing so well with something and you're really not, or vice versa. You think you're doing really bad with something and you're really not. Like you're just being too hard on yourself.
1: I know, it's so interesting how that can really, it can make such a difference. Like I was surprised at some of my numbers being higher than I expected <laughs> and then mm-hmm. some being way yeah. more than I expected too. Yeah, it's so funny. Okay, so
2: have you have you run Facebook and Instagram ads before? Um, so I would venture to say that the answer would be no because when I attempted it for like a half a second, it <laughs> – It did not go well. Um, I tried the Facebook ads, not the Instagram ads. Um, And now I know their links. So this was over two years ago. I had opened up the Facebook ad thing, and I, like, put in my budget, and I started to fill out the questions. And then it just got so in-depth, and it had so many moving pieces. And I was very novice, and I was like, Okay, this is I'm going to put this on pause. um, And then that Got pause it. has been about 26 months now, so. <laughs> 26 months now. <laughs> Honesty. That's hilarious.
1: So, um, okay, so I know that you have ways to, that you're growing your email list, right? Mm-hmm. You have yep. ways to get people into your world. So, talk to me a little bit about what you've got.
2: Okay, cool. So, right now, my main opt-in or way to grow my email list is I have a an amazing 14 day challenge that helps people to jumpstart their weight loss and yeah. to just simplify things so that they can get on track. I absolutely love yes. that challenge. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and that's my main yes. opt-in right I love now. It. And
1: That's, you call it the 14 days to less fat and more confidence challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And we have a link for that in the show notes, so you can go and sign up for it. You just got to click to the show notes for a little, like, more details about the podcast when you're listening in the Mm -hmm. app, uh, whatever app you're listening to, Um, because we're on, like, over 50 podcast platforms, which isn't it crazy that there's so many podcast platforms? yeah Um, and it's amazing that you're on you're on all of them that's awesome i know it's insane um so i typically what i recommend there's two ways that i think running ads are the most effective the first is going to be to grow your email list to a cold audience get more people into your world the second is going Mm -hmm. to be to run ads to your warm audience for your programs. so let's say you're Mm -hmm. launching like a group coaching program And you're going to do like a workshop online to promote that. So you could run those ads to your warm audience and, um, people on your email list, people who have visited your website in the last 180 days and people that are, uh, have engaged with you on Facebook or Instagram on the business pages. But for the cold audience, I think it totally would make sense if at some point you wanted to run ads (laughs) to run ads to grow your email list and bring more people into your challenge
2: yeah and it's funny that you should say this because i know you know this i have i reached out to you ages ago and facebook ads are one of those things where i'm like okay i want to do this i want to try it um i know it works from seeing other people's experiences my main focus has Mm -hmm. been building organically but you have been on my list like if I run Facebook ads, like, I'm just going to call you because, like, honestly, I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an interest in learning all of that stuff myself um, because that's not my area of expertise and my brain is full of being a weight loss coach. So um, it's definitely something I've considered for sure.
1: Yeah, I totally get it. And I'm, of course, happy to chat at any point. Just let me know. I yeah. will schedule some time. <laughs> yes. Um, it's on my list. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. <laughs> sense. Especially since you already have, like, your your freebie as a way to grow, grow the list. And because mm-hmm. people are loving it and they're responding to it, it totally makes sense to run ads to it. Because yeah. if you already have something that's tested organically, that's when you want to run ads. Like, the time when it doesn't make sense to run ads is when it's like, I have this brand new thing, and I don't know if anybody wants it, but I'm going to spend a lot right. of money to see that they do it. Right. It's like, no, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, I'm more than happy to chat about that at yes, any point. It'll, yeah, it'll if be you're happening, listening. But... <laughs> awesome. I cannot wait. <laughs> um, so, if you're listening and you would like to schedule some time to chat about ads for yourself, uh, there's also a link in the show notes, but you can go to calendly.com slash possick And then, Sarah, to find out more about you, they can also go to gem-fitness.com. Is that correct?
2: Yep. Gem-fitness.com is G-E-M-fitness.com. Um, that is really the easiest place to go. It'll have all of my social links and services and ways to contact me and all that stuff and Another good way to just get introduced to who I am is through that 14-day challenge.
1: Yeah, awesome. And I know the 14-day challenge, the link is a little tricky, so the easiest is definitely going to be to check it out in the show notes and just click to it and sign up. Yes. Awesome. And the challenge is going on anytime, so it just starts whenever you sign up, right?
2: Exactly. So it's completely based on what works for you. From the time you sign up to the time you start is about 24 hours. So you give yourself that 24-hour that grace period, and then you get started. And the cool thing about my challenge, just a quick 10 seconds, is it doesn't really require any, quote, unquote, getting ready to do it or preparation, because the things in the challenge are so simple and so easy to implement. You really don't need to do anything to, quote, unquote, get ready to do it. And that's why I only gave
1: twenty hours. Yeah. Nice. I love it. So go take the challenge. Let me know what you think of it. And then um, you can also go to, do you say Gem Fitness?
2: Gem Fitness, yep.
1: Okay. Gem dash or hyphen fitness dot com to learn more about Sarah and everything that she does. Sarah, thank Mm -hmm. you again for being a guest on the ABS Maven
2: yeah thank you so much for having me.
1: yeah, of course. all right, guys. so next week and the next few weeks, oh, we have some exciting stuff. So next week, we are talking all about money. The week after that, um I have a guest, Leslie Samuel, who we pre recorded it, and I have to tell you the episode is so good um all about blogging and ways that help your business, yeah, oh my gosh. He he was awesome. Um, then the week after that, we are going to be talking about what I learned from PodFest. And I think I'm going to have a few guests from some friends that I met. And then, oh, gosh, we've got another awesome guest the week after that. I'm so excited, y'all. We've got some good awesome. stuff coming up. So I will see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week, where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.